You're listening to Teach Me the Bible podcast, where we unpack the meaning of books, passages, and themes from Scripture. Join us each week as our guests walk us through the truth of God's Word and teach us the Bible. This is Teach Me the Bible podcast. Hey everyone, my name is Tim Webb and I'm here with David Klingler for our podcast, Teach Me the Bible. And David, we're jumping back into, uh, not to set the tone hurriedly, jumping into it, even though that's what it seems like Paul's doing, right. but going back to Thessalonica, the his letter to the church at Thessal- Thessalonica. Let's jump in here and, and uh, address the last part of this. The As you've said, the two most important things he felt like he needed to cover were love your brother and hey Jesus is coming back right. so yeah. let's get into that and let's follow through so we can get everyone ready for second uh, Thessalonians sure, yeah. as well this, this is such a these two letters uh, are are so fascinating um, yeah, for several reasons um, first there don't seem to be many problems mm-hmm. in the church at the church at Thessalonica um, as there are in other churches Um other churches, Paul has spent more time. So maybe maybe that's a lesson, right? If, <laughs> if you don't spend time around people, you won't You're learn good. all their issues and problems. You yeah. just move along, right? <clears throat> the reason I say that is because um, we're told about how Paul came to, Thessal- uh, to Thessalonica. Uh, he had just uh, been called uh, to Macedonia, and the, mm-hmm. the chief city there in Macedonia is Philippi. He's gone to Philippi, and he's uh, he's preached the gospel. Um uh, and uh, he casts out a demon possessed mm-hmm. uh, demon out of a out of a girl. Uh, stirs up the town, thrown in prison, mm-hmm. <clears throat> where he shares the gospel with the prisoner, and um, he yeah, comes the to jailer. Faith. Yeah, the jailer mm-hmm. comes mm-hmm. to faith, family. <clears throat> and uh, and then he leaves, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, and he comes to Thessalonica, and this is in Acts chapter end of chapter sixteen into chapter seventeen. Uh, and uh, talks begins in chapter 17. He uh, he came to Thessalonica, where there was a synagogue of the Jews. This is where Paul always begins. Uh, remember mm-hmm. Paul's ministry. His his ministry to the Gentiles is for the sake of his brethren. Mm-hmm. And and while that seems a little bit, um, you know, like he's got some other agenda. Well, no. This is what's laid out in the Old Testament that through mm-hmm. the Faith of the Gentiles, the Jews would be moved to jealousy, moved to anger, and, mm-hmm. and moved to faith. That, right. that was his his hope and his goal. <clears throat> so, he, according to the Paul's custom, uh, he went to the to the synagogue, and for three Sabbaths, he was reasoning with these Jews about the scriptures. It says in verse three, seventeen three mm-hmm. of Acts, giving uh, explaining giving uh, giving evidence that Christ had to suffer and rise again from the dead, saying, "Jesus, whom I am proclaiming to you, is the Christ." And some of the men were persuaded and joined Paul and Silas, along with a great multitude of God-fearing Jews and a number of the leading women. But the Jews became jealous. Well, shocker. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. They were moved to anger. Right. They became jealous. This language is intentional mm-hmm. uh, that Luke is recording. Uh, but they don't become jealous and angry and are moved to faith. Uh, instead, they uh, they you know form a mob and they go to uh, the house of Jason uh, Jason was where Paul and Silas apparently were staying, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, they dragged Jason out and some of the brethren, and they put him before the city authorities, uh, and um, you know and they stirred up the crowd, and then it says in seventeen nine, and this is an interesting verse it says, and when they had received a pledge from Jason and the others, they mm-hmm. released him. Mm-hmm. 
Um, it doesn't expound on what that is. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the brethren immediately sent Paul and Silas away, right? Right. Boy, you're wondering how that's going to end. Right? Yeah. Paul yeah. leaves, Silas leaves, and and uh, you're going, well, uh, um, what was this pledge? My, my guess is it was a pledge to stop listening to this, stop, you know, mm-hmm. following Paul. He's wrong. Remember, these are... Uh, these were either Jews or God-fearing Greeks mm-hmm. uh, who were persuade, being persuaded by Judaism, or uh, you know the God-fearers were these mm-hmm. who were um, you know kind of uh, Jewish converts, Greeks who were converting to Judaism, mm-hmm. and so they're not happy with Paul. These these Jewish uh, synagogue folks are not happy with Paul, and so what well, Paul's um, curiosity has just got to be. Eating him alive, mm-hmm. right? And so he was only there for for apparently three Sabbaths, mm-hmm. right? Probably why he didn't write back about all their problems. He didn't have long enough to figure out what problems. Yeah, right. He was establishing the church. These right. these were brand new believers in Christ, mm-hmm. right? And and, and so th- this is kind of where the First Thessalonians story or or letter picks up. Uh, and and what he's saying is, well, when I could just stand it no more. Mm-hmm. Uh, I sent to you Timothy, right? right? Uh, I thought it best for us to be left behind. Uh, and I thought uh, I sent to you um, Timothy to see mm-hmm. how you're doing, right? right. Now, <clears throat> the Paul and Sylvanus and Timothy, this is uh, in verse 1. We didn't mention this last uh, last time. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Sylvanus here is uh, is the, the pro- you know, probably the, the Silas, Paul, Silas, mm-hmm. Sylvanus okay. being a long form. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> and Timothy. Now, Paul and Silas were there. Why is Timothy included? Well, because Timothy's the one carrying the letter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so now you've got right. Paul and Silas who aren't there, but mm-hmm. Timothy's carried the letter to them. And, and so, uh, so he receives this letter, uh, and, uh, and then he receives a response back mm-hmm. uh, from Timothy. He says, oh, man, this is great. So he sent Timothy to check on him, um, and, uh, and now Gives him he, Timothy has come back. Mm-hmm. Uh, and now you know Paul's going to write this second letter because uh, – uh, he says that he's been encouraged by their faith, and he's going to to mm-hmm. uh, to exhort them to, to remain all the more steadfast, to to to, to do still more. Right, mm-hmm. uh, picking it up in chapter uh, chapter three, uh, verse one. Well, a couple of things that, to to recap. Um, Paul's only there for a brief time. He's working. He doesn't be, want to be a burden upon them, and and. Um, and he says, y'all, y'all became examples of me. And he wants to encourage them to be examples of him. And, and one of the things that I think that we're seeing more and more, uh, or maybe less and less, is probably we're seeing less and less leaders who live out what they teach. Right. They say it, but then they say, uh, do as I say, not as I do. And you see it all mm-hmm. around us. Yeah, right? we've heard that before. Yeah, you know, you see, you saw example after example mm-hmm. of this in the COVID deal and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. Right. And, uh, you know, and, and this has just become standard fare. And Paul's saying, do what I do and follow what I teach. Mm-hmm. Right. Be, uh, you know, imitate me as I imitate Christ. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, um, and, and he gets word back that apparently this is what they were doing. Therefore, mm-hmm. when we could endure it no longer, thought it best to be left behind in Athens. This is in three one. We mm-hmm. sent uh, Timothy, our brother, a fellow worker in the gospel, to strengthen and encourage you in your faith, that no man may be disturbed by these afflictions. Uh, for yourselves know 
that we were destined for this. So apparently, Paul was there for three weeks. He mm-hmm. says, okay, uh, let me just tell you what's about to happen. Okay? Yeah, before it happens. <laughs> um, first of all, Jesus is Christ. You need to believe mm-hmm. that. Let me explain mm-hmm. why. Second, these people are going to hate it, and they're going to try to kill me. Mm-hmm. Uh, third, I've been appointed to this right from the very beginning, right mm-hmm. when I was called to Christ. Mm-hmm. You, you know, the Lord says, I'll show you how much you're going to have to suffer for this thing. Right. Uh, and four, immediately after they come to faith, he starts teaching them about eschatology, about end mm-hmm. times, about what's going to happen. Where's your hope? Mm-hmm. Right? Uh, and, and I think when you actually stop and think about it, that makes perfect sense. Because if, if we say, um, look, this is about to get bad, right? Uh, you're going to suffer. You're going to have affliction, mm-hmm. just as we did. Well, the next question is, well, then why would I endure this and when does it let up? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> well, right. For how long? Yeah. For how long? How, how long, long? How are long we going to have to suffer? Yeah. Uh, and when does it end? Mm-hmm. Why should we be willing to endure these afflictions? Mm-hmm. And it happens immediately. Right. You know, at the end of three weeks, they're p- pulling Jason and some of these others out, and they're mm-hmm. they're you know putting them and getting pledges that they're going to not follow this this new you know new quote new belief system mm-hmm. or Paul's crazy teaching or whatever. What do you think? Also, might have to something to do with the fact they're Gentiles and they don't know about the Jewish faith as Paul does. Certainly the God-fearing. The God-fearing. Because they're they're going to hear from the the God-fearing Jews. Right. This is what it's about, which is, you know, a different gospel. So Paul's saying, hey, be ready. Yeah. So so in chapter 3, verse 5, when I can endure it no longer, uh, I sent to find out about your faith for fear that the tempter might have tempted you and our labor would be in vain. It makes perfect sense, mm-hmm. right? Right. Um, Satan, you know, is the one. You know, he, you know, Satan is his adversary, and Satan, you know, but the ones that are doing Satan's bidding, bidding are the Jews everywhere he mm-hmm. goes, right? Uh, but now Timothy has come to us from you, and he has brought good news, right? So apparently Timothy has gone there, come back, and then Paul, then Paul, then Paul writes, writes letter. this letter. Okay. Um, and that you always think kindly of us, longing to see us just as we also long to see you. For this reason, brethren, um, in all of our distress and afflictions, we were comforted about your faith. And now we really live. And if you stand firm in the Lord, uh, for what thanks can we render to God for you in return for all the joy which we receive before our God on your account, as we night and day keep praying most earnestly that we may see your face and may complete what is lacking in your faith. Why would he mm. say that? Um, because <laughs> it was a short they're visit. brand new yeah. believers in Christ, right. and and they're still putting these things together. And so, mm-hmm. uh, you know, as you can imagine, there's I would guess there's myriads of questions they have for mm-hmm. Paul. What about this? What about right. that? Uh, now may God and Father Himself uh, and uh, Jesus our Lord direct you. And may the Lord cause you, this is interesting, uh, to uh, increase and abound in love for one another and for all men, just as also we do for you, so that he may establish your hearts unblameable in holiness before God the Father at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ with all the saints. Love your brother. Jesus is coming. I mean, this is his focus, Mm -hmm. right? Um, I find it interesting that we go to churches, and you'll go to a church for you know, 50 years, and they'll never talk about eschatology. Mm-hmm. Um, in our Sunday school classes last week, we, uh, you know, the, the subject of Catholicism came up, and, mm-hmm. and uh, I don't know if I mentioned it there, uh, but <clears throat> years ago I went to a Catholic funeral, 
Mm-hmm. And in that Catholic one-hour funeral, I heard more about the resurrection from the dead in one hour than I had heard in Tell all of my years, years of <laughs> right. going to, uh, you know, Protestant Christian churches. You know, they talked about go to heaven. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, unless you know our future isn't. No, your future is resurrection from the dead. Right? Mm-hmm. Paul immediately goes to eschatology to mm-hmm. to the end. This is our hope. Right. Mm-hmm. So, chapter 4, finally, uh, then, brethren, we request you and exhort you in the Lord that uh, as you received instruction from us as to how you ought to walk and please God, as you actually do, mm-hmm. do it more. Do more. Excel even more. Excel still more. Uh, for you know what commandment we gave you by the authority of our Lord. For this is the will of God, your setting apart. Mm-hmm. You're setting apart. For service unto him. Mm-hmm. And what does that look like? Um, it's not difficult, right. right? It's love one another, abstain from wickedness, abstain, uh, abstain from immorality, right? That you may know how to possess your own vessel, not like the, you know, the, the Gentiles do with their lustful passions. Uh, and uh, that you, uh, no man can tress, uh, uh, transgress or defraud his brother, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, uh, love one another, represent him well. Don't be given to immorality, and and uh, for God has called us to purity. Live it out, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. This is not hard. It's not. It's not complicated. Boy, we sure make it hard. Mm-hmm. It's not complicated. Now, as to the love of the brethren, you have no need for anyone to write to you. You're doing a great job, right? Right. For indeed, you do do all these things toward the brethren who are in Macedonia. We, uh, Macedonia, we urge you, brethren, excel still more, and make it. This is you know, we were talking about this before. Uh, there's some few, few verses that uh, everybody goes to and underlines and says, "Okay, that's my life verse." Well, when I saw this one, I said, "Okay, this is this is good. This, this is, is yours. <laughs> this is your refrigerator verse." <laughs> it actually ties into the context with yeah. this, and make it your ambition to lead a quiet life. Mm-hmm. How is it we've gotten to the point in Christianity where you feel like everybody's got to go somewhere else and become a world missionary and share the gospel and change the whole planet? Right? Mm-hmm. No, no, no. Um, you change your little spot in the world. You teach your kids faithfully. You mm-hmm. you lead your wife faithfully. You love your husband faithfully. You love your neighbor faithfully. Mm-hmm. Um, remember that most people in the history of the world never traveled but a few miles from their house. Right. However far sure. they walked away, they had to walk back that night. Yeah. Right? Yeah. There weren't two-week vacations to the Caribbean. Mm-hmm. There weren't short-term mission trips. Right. <laughs> there was none of this stuff. <laughs> Take right? half a year to get to the, yeah. the mission. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What was a two-week vacation? It was called Starve to Death. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't a two-week vacation. Sleep on the side of the road. <laughs> right? uh, so, you know, so make it your life's ambition to lead a quiet life and, and work with your hands, attend to your own business, and just as we commanded you, so that... Pay attention to the so that clauses through all mm-hmm. here. So that. So that. There's a reason for it. You may behave properly towards outsiders and not be in any need. You won't be in any need. And if your brother's in need, you've got the means to help, help him. Help him. Right? Mm-hmm. Now, I don't want you to be uninformed, brethren, about those who have fallen asleep. Now, this is fascinating to me. Um, he's there for three weeks. Now, remember, these are uh Jews, right? Mm-hmm. It's Jewish converts. So so they some of them had a Old Testament knowledge, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Uh and the God-fearing Greeks, I'm sure they had uh, as well. Um but this asleep language goes back to to Daniel 12:2, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um 
that uh, that this is Old Testament language for those who sleep in the dust of the ground, those mm-hmm. who have fallen asleep, you know, death. So he's using language they would only know if they were taught the Old Testament scriptures pretty well. Right. Uh, that you may not grieve as do the rest who have no hope. For we believe that if Christ Jesus died and rose again, even so God will bring with him all those who have fallen asleep in Jesus. Um. For this we say to you by word of the Lord, that we who are alive and remain until the coming of the Lord shall not precede those who have fallen asleep. For the Lord himself will descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of the archangel, and with the trumpet of God, and the dead in Christ shall raise first. Then we who are alive and remain shall be caught up together with him in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air, and thus we will always be with the Lord. Therefore comfort one another with these words." Comfort one another with these words in the midst of your affliction, mm-hmm. right? That those who died did not die in vain. They have a hope. Um, and you uh, have hope, mm-hmm. right? Uh, we'll, we'll talk about this uh, when we get to Second Thessalonians chapter uh, chapter 2. But but just by way of passing, we talk about rapture. Um, the word rapture actually comes from verse 17, uh, harpazo is the mm-hmm. word in Greek, but uh, but in the Latin it is uh, raptura uh, to to be ra- to be caught up. That's okay. the phrase to be caught up together with the Lord in the clouds um, to meet the Lord in the air. Um, <clears throat> and so we will be raptured. Believers will be uh, caught up with the, with this sleep language because we have some listeners that are totally new to the word. Yes, uh, this is this is kind of freaky sounding. It's kind of out there. So when we talk about the sleep language, we talk about being caught up. What's going on with the body and the spirit there? Yeah. So this goes all the way back to the beginning of the story, back to Genesis, mm-hmm. that uh, dust you were and dust you mm-hmm. will return. Um, and so Adam is, when he dies, his body is going to return to the dust. Mm-hmm. Uh, and his uh, spirit is going to be with the Lord as a believer. Right. Um Paul's going to call this state of separation from the body, unclothed. We desire not to be unclothed, but to be clothed. Mm-hmm. This is Second Corinthians. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, throughout the Old Testament, uh, you know the the you know the dust of the ground. You will be like the dust of the ground. Right. Um, you know, talking about Abram's descendants will be as the dust of the ground, as the sand of the sea. Well, that dust of the ground language is not only will there be a multitude, mm-hmm. but they're going to die. And you're going to see yeah. this throughout the whole Old Testament. They mm-hmm. died, and they died, and they died. But the hope of the story is in the one who comes and raises from the dust of the ground. Um, Daniel 12, 2. Uh, those who sleep in the dust of the ground will be raised to everlasting life. Others to uh, disgrace and everlasting mm. contempt. Right? And so the resurrection is the reuniting of the body with the spirit mm-hmm. in the, you know, in the kingdom and then on and the new, new heavens and new earth. And it's a new body. It's mm-hmm. a, Body made perfect, right? right. Imperishable, right? Yeah. That's what Paul's going to talk about. I, I think one of the things is that we have such a negative connotation with physical death, right. but for the believer, that's God's answer for this cursed body. Yes. So yeah. we do everything we can to keep from it. Not that we should all want to run out there and just end it. Right. I'm not endorsing that at all. But well, sure, sure. But this enduring that you and I have been talking about for a long time, when that time comes, it's like a release. The deliverance from the sin nature that mm-hmm. was attained and, and passed down to us through right. Adam right. is only eliminated 
with physical death, mm-hmm. resurrection, made anew, right? right? Mm-hmm. And so if you're struggling with the same stuff and the same sin nature, well, join the party. Yeah, <laughs> right. This is a, this is every man and woman's plight mm-hmm. uh, from the beginning until now, mm-hmm. right? But there is hope. There is a deliverance from right. it, and so right. it's coming. And so uh, we uh, encourage one another. Uh, we um, help one another. We care. We also exhort one another, and we, uh, if necessary, correct uh, one, one another, another. discipline one mm-hmm. another, right? Um, in love, mm-hmm. right? Uh, for the purpose of wanting to live well mm-hmm. uh, before the Lord, yeah. So, so yeah, a death is um, if if physical death was the end, I'd be against it in all forms. Sure, yeah. <laughs> if physical death <laughs> is not the end, mm-hmm. um, uh, but eternal life is something that's future looking and mm-hmm. and is realized at resurrection from the dead, uh, then we live faithfully now. Mm-hmm. Endure faithfully now, looking forward to this one who will deliver and mm-hmm. and bring eternal life. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, it's the reason why the believer is to endure today. So, I, I think it's in, and I don't want to, I don't want to chase this rabbit too long, but sure. where he he says the Lord is the avenger. Sure. If I don't know that, and I don't know that He's coming back to deal with humanity, then it's hard for me to lead a quiet life. It is it because is. I'm I would be up in arms for those that are coming against my brother and my family. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. How, how can you just? And I think in these days and times, it's always been this way. Sure, but in these days and times for us, just the context, um, it, it's hard to see what I see and hear what I hear and not want to rise up. Yeah. But yeah. that's not the tone that I'm called to have. So Yeah, it, it, we we are to uh, you know all throughout the Old Testament, uh the believing remnant was hungering and thirsting for righteousness. Mm-hmm. Lord, everywhere we look, look. Yeah. wickedness is everywhere. Mm-hmm. This is Habakkuk, right? Exactly. Uh, Lord, yeah. I don't know if you've been paying attention up there, Lord. <laughs> What's going on here? Uh, but uh this this yeah. uh you know, this Jerusalem thing, these these this mm-hmm. Judah, it's a mess. You and need Lord to take says, care of yeah, it. Yeah, I'm on it. I'm about to judge it. <laughs> Well, be careful what you ask for, because right. here come the Babylonians. He says, mm-hmm. whoa, 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 wait a second. You're not going to judge the wicked with the more wicked on you, are you? Mm-hmm. Um, yes. Can mm-hmm. God use the more wicked to judge the wicked? Sure he can. Mm-hmm. He has in the past. Yes. Right? Uh, can he do it in the future? Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but uh, we have a future mm-hmm. hope, and, and we've got to remember that vengeance is mine, I will repay, says the Lord. You know, so in some of my less... Uh, spiritual moments. I want to go and <laughs> fix the world by myself. I'll right? just you take care of it right now. What would it look like if, you know, I just, right. you know, now look, this is fantasy land, right? Where, sure, you know, sure. You're, you're sure. the fat middle aged guy. Who's yeah, saying, what venting. if I just turned into Batman? Yeah, and, we're venting. And went and established <laughs> justice. Yeah, yeah. There's a, there's a line in the movie, uh, Lone, a Lone Ranger, uh, where, you know, um, you know, why the mask? You know, yeah, uh, Tonto right. tells, you know, the reason why you wear the mask is because you've got to become unjust to reestablish justice, justice. right? Yeah. You fight injustice within justice to establish justice. Therefore, you wear the Ooh, mask, yeah. right? You got to break the law to reestablish the law. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Well, that's not the truth. That's to go not. Down. Yeah. It's, it's, very, it's very enticing. Yeah. <laughs> Tempting. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But vengeance is mine. I will repay, says the Lord. Um, he sees it, uh, and it will mm-hmm. all be straightened out. Well, I think it explains to them as well why Paul can keep doing what he's doing in the middle of affliction, so follow my right. example. Yeah, and we're so, certainly not yeah. 
experiencing the affliction no. and injustice like Paul no. was everywhere no. he went. Um, and he was being actually persecuted, beaten, and stoned by the people that he was ultimately trying to save yeah, his, to win. his mm-hmm. fellow countrymen. Right. right. So, okay. We're not uh, there yet, but, um, but injustice uh, will be addressed. Mm-hmm. When the king comes, right? Right. Uh, and in that vein, chapter five. Now, as to the times and epics, brethren, we uh, ha- you have no need for anyone to, you know, when's this going to happen? Mm-hmm. Well, you yourselves know full well that the day of the Lord will come like a thief, and they will be saying, peace and safety, then destruction will come upon them suddenly like birth pangs upon a woman with child, and they shall not escape. Mm-hmm. But you, brethren, you are not in darkness, you're not in death, uh, but uh, uh, that uh, the day should overtake you, the day of the Lord, the return of Christ, Mm -hmm. uh, should overtake you like a thief, for you are sons of light, sons of the day. You are not of the night. You're sons of life, sons of light. Mm -hmm. You're not of the darkness and of death, not of of sons of night. So uh, then let us not sleep as the others do. But let's be alert and slower. Uh, so he's using this um, life, death, light, darkness, day, mm-hmm. night. Um, ironically, those who sleep in the dust of the ground, they have a promise of life. Those who sleep during the day, mm-hmm. <laughs> during the light, they don't. Right. right? Uh, so if you're alive and sleep, you're in trouble. If you're dead and sleep in the Lord, and that's mm-hmm. what he says, that... Mm-hmm. Uh, those who are asleep in the Lord, um, they're, they're in, in, in good shape. Mm-hmm. You are sons of light. Therefore, those who sleep do their sleeping at night, and those who get drunk do their uh, get drunk at night. But since you are of the day, verse 8, let us mm-hmm. be sober, having put on the breastplate of faith and love and the helmet and the hope of salvation. Um, this uh, is... Um, this breastplate of righteousness, helmet mm-hmm. of salvation, all this language that we're really more familiar with from Ephesians 6, mm-hmm. but right. he mentions it here as well, uh, actually comes out of Isaiah, mm-hmm. uh, that this, that, that this uh, Isaiah 11, Isaiah 59, that this Christ uh, has the helmet of salvation, the breastplate of righteousness. And since we are in Christ, we are in the, the body of Christ, mm-hmm. we put on the armor of Christ, right? right? Put on the armor mm-hmm. of God. Uh, and so he's exhorting them to do that. For God has not destined us for wrath, but for the attaining of salvation through Christ who died for us. So whether we are awake or asleep, we may live together with him, right? Whether mm-hmm. we are living or we have died, died. in the Lord, mm-hmm. we uh, will live, we will live future with him. Therefore, <coughs> encourage one another with these words. And build one another up. This is the reason why he, Paul can endure all things in Philippians. He's learned the secret. Here's the secret. His hope is in Christ. Christ is in heaven. So his hope is a future hope. Mm-hmm. And when Christ returns, uh, that's when he will receive his reward and be granted or receive his eternal life, resurrection from the dead. Yeah, and I have to say that in that end of this chapter here, he's, he's really acknowledging, I think, with maybe just a different language, but this... To live as Christ dies gain. Either way, Absolutely. it's covered. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, yeah. So we request for you, brethren, uh, that you appreciate those who work diligently among you and have charge over you in the Lord and give you instruction. Right? Mm-hmm. 
so that you may esteem them very highly in love because of their work. Live in peace with one another. We urge you, brethren, admonish the unruly, encourage the faint-hearted, help the weak, be patient with all men, and see that no one repays evil for evil, but always seek that which is good for one another and good for all men. Mm-hmm. Rejoice always, pray without ceasing, and everything give thanks, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. Isn't that good? Mm-hmm. Don't quench the spirit and do not despise prophetic utterance. Um, they received the Holy Spirit through their faith. Don't, don't you know, continue to live faithfully, encouraging one another. Don't uh, be given to Im- immorality or impurity. Love one another, care for one another, value those who teach you, mm-hmm. right? To do any of the opposite would be to quench the Spirit, mm-hmm. right? Uh, and don't despise prophetic utterance. Don't despise the proclamation of the word, right? Mm-hmm. But examine everything carefully. Hold fast to that which is good. Um, when Paul leaves Thessalonica, he's driven out of Thessalonica, uh, he, uh, he then goes to Berea. Mm-hmm. And the next verse in chapter 17 is the Bereans were more um, noble-minded. Mm-hmm. The Jewish, uh, the Jews in Berea were more noble-minded than the Jews in Thessalonica. And they were looking to the scriptures to see if these things were so about what Paul said. Well, this is what he's saying was, here. Mm-hmm. Look, examine things carefully. Mm-hmm. Uh, someone says, "This is thus saith the Lord, you examine these things carefully. Hold fast to that which is good. Abstain from every form of evil. Now may the God of peace himself sanctify you entirely. And may your spirit and your soul and your body be preserved complete without blame at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. Faithful is he who calls you, and he will bring it to pass. See, mm-hmm. that's why you can endure. Right. Brethren, pray for us. Greet all the brethren with a holy kiss. There's a verse you don't uh, <laughs> get repeated much. Nope. <laughs> I adjure you by the Lord uh, to have this letter read to all the brethren. Encourage all the brethren with mm-hmm. um, the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ be with you all. Uh, and so this is uh, how Paul ends his letter to First letter to the Thessalonican, uh, uh, Thessalonians, and um, and we'll see uh, in our next uh, broadcast or our next mm-hmm. uh, session uh, that something happens that mm-hmm. causes Paul to have to write again. Right. So mm-hmm. we'll pick it up there next time. But in all these things, that continuance of love, that continuance, excel even more. Outdo it. Don't be content. Don't settle. Right. Don't settle. Exactly so, right. and I think as long as we are. Humans dealing with a sinful nature will need to have that attitude because, uh, you know, as you said, just not to be facetious, but, you know, he's only there three weeks. He wasn't there long enough to see the problems. <laughs> right. And when, the more we do life together, which is what we're called to do, do life together, Absolutely. we begin to see the ugly. We begin to see the fallen nature come out. So I'm going to need that encouragement sure. to excel even more in love because – I, I need it worse than you guys. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> I'm, yeah, yeah. I know how bad I am. So I think that's – but what we do is we're such surface-level people in the church these days that the moment there's a rub, the moment there's a little, eh, I don't know about this guy, right. uh, we, we're just disposable. We're exchangeable. Yep. Right. That's right. That's so right. I think this has a huge – Huge impact could on the church. Sure. Just focus on that. So I don't want to belabor that. I know that's not the whole point of his letter, but at the same time, uh, take a lifetime for someone to to learn to love me. 
knowing yeah. who I am. Yeah. So I just want to encourage our listeners that Absolutely. even though it's a short letter, yep. there's some amazing things happening here. He's yep. very proud of them. He's right. very excited for Absolutely. them. And Absolutely. so... Uh, I just I'm looking forward to to the next letter because he's going to tie these two together. And Absolutely. as you said, something something big must have happened because uh, he's going to talk about some pretty neat things. Yep. So, well, thank you, David, and thank you everyone for listening, and look forward to the next one. Thanks for listening to Teach Me the Bible podcast. For more information, download our app. If you have any questions or desire to continue our discussion from today's topic, send an email to Teach Me the Bible at championfellowship.org. Remember, your belief drives your behavior. See you next time.